This is Mikey Kennedy, Dutch Mantle, and Bo Watkins, and special guest, Brooks Ryan. And you're listening to The Big Boy Pants Podcast. Oh, the athleticism. Hey, big boy. Yeah, I'm a big boy. That's a big boy, sir. I'm a big boy. People who put on their big boy pants. Hey, big boy. Hey, how you doing? You wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. And this is not for the faint of heart. Hey, everybody. Thank you for checking in with the Big Boy Pants Podcast. It's been a while since we've been on, and we are coming back with a special guest, a person near and dear to my heart, my uh, nephew, uh, Brooks Ryan. He is an actor, a dad uh, of one little girl, and has another one on the way. So we thought it'd be great to have him on the Big Boy Pants Podcast to talk about being an awesome dad and uh, learn from his experiences. I'm going to tell you right now, if you know Carrie Shuck, you know about Brooks, yeah. because there's nobody more proud to be your uncle <laughs> than Karen's Shuck yeah. from the Big Boy Pants Podcast. Or I'm sorry, what was your, what's your oh, stage name? Dutch Mantle. Yeah. That, yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> we went by our first pet and then our mother's maiden name. Yeah, so. those are our uh, stage names. Yeah. So when we introduced ourselves the first, we had asked, asked Brooks, like, hey, you know, we want to go by... And he's like, yeah, it's Brooks Ryan. And so we're like, oh, well, we're going to go by our stage names as well. Yeah. yeah. So, Bo, so, Bo Watkins is where it's at yeah. right now. <laughs> Bo Watkins is, that should be your name. I don't know why we call you Josh. I'm telling you, you went number one in a in the NFL draft, quarterback from Washington. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the yeah. name. Or UFC fighter or yeah. WWE. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, here comes Bo Watkins. Yeah, I'll tell oh. you, I'll tell you this about Brooks. Brooks, I don't know that we've ever officially met. I don't think so. I think you know we've seen each other. You know, we're in the same small group and everything. But I've admired you from afar. You know, it's <laughs> like man, young man, man, this guy, yeah. this guy's a family man. He's a man's man. He's a fireman. He's a <laughs> businessman. He's all these mans. Reminds and me I'm, a lot of Doug Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like looking into a mirror. Yeah. He reminds you of him because it's complete opposite. <laughs> so you automatically think that. That's what I that's what I do. I'm like, when I see somebody and I'm like, well, this is somebody that Doug wouldn't be. Yeah. We only say that because Doug's one of our two listeners. Yeah. yeah. So, so he'll well, be listening. Here's here's something that's kind of on the same lines as that. Just a few minutes ago I left the house and my wife was watching uh, The Bachelorette. And I was like, Oh, I I hate this show. But you know what would make this show great? Is if you had like a shallow Hal version of the Bachelorette, so it's like you know it's an attractive young lady, but she only likes four hundred pound men. Oh yeah, and so then you have all these four hundred pound men competing <laughs> for event, you know, doing these events and challenges to to win her heart. Sounds oh man, like, sounds so, like Keith's trying to get on a reality <laughs> show. <laughs> so it's like the Bachelorette. <laughs> Pitch that right now. Yeah. Oh, somebody man. just if somebody uh, listened to this show, they've taken it. Yeah, dude, that's a that's. A, I mean, because they've done similar things like that. I remember there was a show called like uh, Average Joe's. Average Joe, yeah. It was kind of like the, but, that's, that but guy it was wasn't still a handsome. Yeah, they know, were still good looking guy. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't a. Bo we need extra beefy. We need like triple extra beefy guys for my show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Brooks is here. Yeah. Oh, hey, Brooks. We, hey, we go we we go down a rabbit trail. I mean, it's, it's Feel bad. free to bring so us just, back anytime yeah. you let me, can. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, because you're an actor. Yes. Um, I'm going to grill you a little bit right now. <laughs> Show me your SAG card. Uh, I am not 
a member of SAG. This is over. I'm done. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Screen Actors Guild. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't, well, you, you would know that because you love Friends, and Joey has a SAG card, yeah. and then he loses his card because he didn't do anything for so long. Lost his insurance. I was so about to say, get, I thought uh, he lost his insurance. I, I actually did book a SAG role, a feature film, yeah. um, and principal role... Would have qualified for SAG and everything. Yeah. And the day before they started shooting, my role was cut. Dude. Oh, that man. stinks. What, 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 was, what was the movie? Um, the original title was Wicked Love. I, I don't know if it ever came out. Um, Wicked Love. <laughs> but I was a paramedic. And oh, okay. See? That's what I like. When I look at you, I see that. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's, what, this guy's yeah, a man's but, man. But that's funny because I was an EMT for 12 years and you guys. <laughs> I still don't believe it. It's a lie. <laughs> I've <laughs> never seen any proof that you were ever a paramedic. Josh, I'm just going to throw this out, okay? Because yeah, I love you. You're one of my best friends. <laughs> I'd rather get saved by him. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to get mouth to mouth, you don't want Bo Watkins rolling up on the scene trying to bring you back. You yeah. want Wendy Peppercorn yeah. straight from the oh, yeah. night coming off that lifeguard tower. Yes. I mean, come on. Or Captain Brooks Ryan. <laughs> I do have an infant CPR card in my wallet. Oh, okay. That's oh, good wow. enough for me. Yeah. That works. That's better than a SAG card. Yeah. See, he just keeps adding it. <laughs> yeah. Layers on that- the cake, man. Do you have that in your wallet? Because you said you're an EMT for 12 years. I had it in my wallet until my wallet got stolen. <laughs> oh, right. That's the one thing the, the robber wanted out of there. They left my wallet. Yeah. I bet this guy's an, uh, an infantry CPR guy. I can get that. How am I going to get one of these? I'm going to steal it. At one point, I was a CPR instructor. It's seriously. I mean, <laughs> that, that's pretty, you that's keep digging so, your hole, man. That's so true. That's though. easy money, though, right? Like you, you go up for a Saturday and. Yeah, you have about. Fifteen people. What, in there. What's more difficult, getting that, getting a CPR like training license, or getting your concealed carry license? Uh, CPR by far. Concealed carry. It's is easier. About, no, 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 no. Uh, concealed carry is about the easiest thing you'll do. It's the most boring eight hours you will do oh, okay. in your life. It's not hard to pass. The I don't have a concealed carry. Do you, Brooks? I do not. Good I mean, man. Easiest thing you can get. Do you, you have one? I had one. I, well, Robbie has one. I was supposed to go to the class. And another person that's listened to our show who's been a guest on here gave me the wrong dates. That ain't no good. No. Can't you get those online now? Pro- well, if you wait about <laughs> two more months, you won't have to have anything. Well, you, you were saying that to me. I'm just trying to wait it out to where I can just take my <laughs> yeah. Explain anywhere. that. Explain that. What do you mean? Uh, they're trying to pass to where you don't have to have any kind of license in the yeah. state of Oklahoma if you are if you can legally own a firearm mm-hmm. to where you, you you can open carry it conceal carry it wow without a license we're wild basically west. the old west yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah wild west so the good thing is i got mine for 10 years i paid for 10 years yeah and i'm about 5 years into it so i didn't get my money so do you get a refund and, or no, yeah. yeah they get a refund <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll call a few people but to... you are getting that free fishing oh, and man. Uh, you know that, license that native american Ooh. cherokee indian every time i see that come in i'm like oh, i'm going to go fishing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like well, why wouldn't i yeah I love it. I need to sign up for that. Actually, you need. You should. Are I'll you a fisherman it. too? Uh, fishing for me is enjoyable if I have like a Zepco thirty three yes. push button pole. I just bought three of those this past weekend. A bobber and either an earthworm or a minnow. Yeah. And if the bobber goes under, I know I have a fish. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, See, I'm just wasting yeah. a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I, I'm. I think I have too much ADHD to try and catch the big ones. I want. Quantity oh, over quality. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to catch 30 perch to your one big bass. Yep. You know, you're not impressing me. I'm like over the last three years, and my step, <laughs> my, not step, my father in law, he just catches 
fish like crazy. And he'll always take me to ponds when we go to Broken Bow, and I can't catch anything. Is he the kind of guy that like changes his lure every third cast if he didn't get one? A little bit. Yeah, I mean, he, he you know, he's got them like all that. there. He's like, well, you know, it's 86 degrees outside, so I'm going to have to go ahead and take this. And he <laughs> does that, and he just catches them. Him, him and his son just catch them the whole What's time. What's that one where you can only throw it in the water about four times, I'd, about 56 I degrees? I wouldn't know. <laughs> you don't know. I, I was taking bacon with me, like <laughs> hiding it and like putting it out there, like, well, I'm going to catch something. Zero. Yeah. And they're over there with like eight. Like, well, I guess we can eat. Carrie didn't do much. <laughs> well, Pull his weight. Let's let's get back to our guest here. So, Brooks, how did you get into acting? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's a pretty uh it's a pretty good story in my opinion. Uh Dutch Mantle over there was actually a huge, <laughs> huge influence. Probably my biggest influence growing up. We uh as the middle of three boys growing up in Poto, Oklahoma. Um with not an acting bone anywhere near my body or our family's. Okay. And we had a stick or a ball in our hands at all times because we just pl- played a sport year round. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, when Carrie moved to Poto, he, we actually saw, you know, he, he not only played sports, but he also did theater and sang. And we saw, you know, the entertaining entertainment side of, of what he brought. Yeah. Um, so that kind of, you know, got in me a little bit. I, I always thought it was really cool watching him and everything. And, um, I came out of Goodwill Hunting when I was 12 years old at a theater in Colorado, and I just felt like God said, "You're going to do that one day." Wow! Oh, Goodwill Hunting is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> a, yeah, that's Rob. That's Robbie's favorite. Have movie. you ever seen it, Josh? No, sir. That's like that's a movie I will watch every time it's on. <laughs> Brooks, don't, don't 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 think about this. Let's don't He's never there. seen a movie. Yeah. Like <laughs> The Greatest Showman. It, it's the only thing he can talk to you about. <laughs> There was that one sh- movie that one time you were like, of all the movies you should have ever seen, that was not one of them. It was it like yeah. Meatballs or something? <laughs> no, it was, it was on that line. That. It was just a silly movie. I'm like... Spaceballs. <laughs> it was Black Sheep. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> but it's like Back to the Future. Like, you haven't seen the other two Back to the... You've seen like the I've first one, I've seen the one, first right? one, yeah. But you, I mean, those are like movies that everyone's seen. I have never seen a Star Wars. Oh, that's... Yeah. I have never seen a Star Trek. Yeah. You haven't seen any of the Marvel movies? Never seen a Marvel movie. I've seen one that I can remember of the Batman movies. Who was the Who the was Batman? Dark, Dark Knight. Tell it me was, it wasn't George Clooney. It was George Clooney. It was Val Kilmer. No, uh, <laughs> Christian, Bale. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Okay. And that was a good one, though. That's, I mean, that, uh, Heath Ledger was the Joker. Mm-hmm. I remember that. All right. Well, that's a good one. And that's a movie where I've told people... If it wasn't a Batman movie and it was just um, a crime movie, yeah. you'd like love it. But the fact that they mixed it with Batman—that's probably it makes it what such it is. a great movie. Christopher yeah. Nolan's really good. You can work with Christopher Nolan. That'd be awesome. I was telling Brooks the other day, like we were um, all hanging out for Memorial Day. I was like, Chris Evans, who plays Captain America, it's a Marvel movie. Josh, okay. gotcha. um, he's like done with his contract after the next Avengers, so they're gonna have to make more Captain America movies. So. Yeah, Brooks just needs to be. The I thought next they Captain said America. all of them died in the last one. Just <laughs> slide right in. Yeah, <clears throat> there's a spoiler okay, alert. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's don't go there. <laughs> but no, they all, they all didn't die. Okay. I mean, if, I yeah, if you haven't seen it by now, I haven't seen it. Yeah, we're like two well, months. Well, after. anybody anybody listening though, I mean, yeah, we should have said spoiler alert. Maybe spoiler. all, but not all of them died. Okay. Some of them, and we don't really know that they died. <laughs> to be fair. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry that I ruined it for no. somebody. It's, it'd really be so not. funny if there's like like somebody Doug. out there. Like yeah. Doug's like his kids were like, "Can we go see this?" I mean, yeah, we'll go see it. Hey, let's just listen to this podcast real quick yeah, on the way there, and they all die. Oh, oh. poor Spider Man. Well, so so Brooks, you um, 
you 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 caught sight, you caught the bug, so to say, from from Carrie here, and and then where did you uh, where did you continue from that point? So from from coming out of that theater at twelve, like I said, I, I felt like God said, okay, you're going to do that one day. I had no idea what that meant or what it would ever look like coming from Poto, Oklahoma. There's just really no way in the world that could happen. Yeah. So I you know I continued to grow up uh, as as nature allows. Went through middle school, high school junior college, college, and still had not done anything to make that happen in my life. Okay. Uh, to become a reality. So I start, I finish school, I start working, and I'm really proud to say that I went and got my master's degree because that's what they say to do. Mm-hmm. With that master's degree, I was mowing lawns and substitute <laughs> teaching. <laughs> For about eight months. Yeah. And so. And just like you had said, when he got his master's degree, like, I mean, I was, sorry, I'm moving the mic. I was like so pumped. I would tell people all the time, like, man, my nephew just got his <laughs> master's degree. I mean, it's just freaking ridiculous how awesome he is. Yeah. And then, like you just said, he's, he's mowing lawns and everything, which a lot of people do. You know, I went to college for seven years. <laughs> That's a true story. To get Dr. Bo Watkins. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people go to college for seven years. Yeah, they're called doctors. <laughs> That's a true story. I graduated in 2007, started in 2000. Mm. I started in 1998 and finished in like 2008. I, I took a pretty good break. So. I, I started in 2001 and dropped out in 2002. <laughs> I, I paid for a lot of classes I didn't get credit for between 2002 and 2006. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you, because uh, Brooks, right before you go into the rest of it, what from Goodwill Hunting can you remember that it hit you that like whatever it was in movies that you wanted to be associated with it because it's such a good oh movie. I know what it was it had to be the when he goes Chuck I had a double burger <laughs> was it that part it was not that part specifically <laughs> but I chuckled because that part stands out yeah. I uh, I guess being twelve you're you're right at that point um, the formative years are. Uh, stronger, you know, and as you're maturing, and I guess I just watched the movie differently mm-hmm. than I ever had before at that time. And it, I mean, really watching characters and really watching storyline and just, um, just being impacted in a way that's like, I'm, I guess, because my emotions were moved so much by Matt Damon's character in that movie and Robin, you know, everybody by Robin Williams, yeah. you know, they were excellent. And it was just like, man, if I can feel that way in a movie, like. I want to be able to do that for somebody else one day when yeah. they watch it. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, just get you got to watch it, Josh. So it's is this great. the movie where he solves the stuff on the board? Yeah, he's, yeah. He's a janitor, but he's a genius. Okay, and he's from he's from like uh, um, South Boston. South Boston. Okay, and like all his friends are construction workers, and he thinks and he that's gro- a great life. He, and he was gro- he grew up in like foster homes, foster like homes. moved around a bunch well, of foster I'm gonna, homes. <laughs> I'm going to make myself feel real good right here. I only know that from Step Brothers. <laughs> yeah. He's doing the therapy <laughs> session. She was like, Yeah, you just said this plot from Will Hunting. Well, I'm a janitor. <laughs> uh, I work at a, at the college. And, you know, sometimes, like, they'll leave a math equation on the board and I'll just solve it. Is that the, is that yes, the plot that of Will Hunting? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're talking about. My best friend's Matt, Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So that's the extent of my goodwill. Yeah. No, that's stories. enough. You got it. You got it. <laughs> I, got the gist. I know exactly like what Brooks is talking about because it, um, it's just 
they're especially at different ages, like different movies hit you differently. And how you talk about Back to the Future, like I, I remember going to the theater and going to see Back to the Future like the first week with my sister and uh, my brother. And of course, I'm only like five at the time. And so it was just a fun movie of like all, you know, going back in time, the cars, Doc Brown. When I watch it today, I'm just like reminded of how good of an actor Michael J. Fox is because his portrayal is just seamless and like comic timing and everything. And like it, when I try to do like a scene like to Robbie, like just doing something, it's not good. Like <laughs> I'm not good. It's not coming across. It's, not, it's just, and there are people that are effortless yeah. and able to be different characters right. and stuff. And uh, like, I think about that and that's how Goodwill hunting. I mean, like, like you see this kid and like Robin Williams character, he's a goofy guy and Mork and Mindy and, Goofy stuff, and then all of a sudden he's just Patch Adams. Patch Adams. What's uh, the one where he worked in the the picture place? He developed. Oh, oh yeah. one hour uh, photo. One hour yeah, photo. that one. That was just a, creepy. Yeah, you seen that, Brooks? Yeah, just. Cr- I mean, yeah. I mean, when you can see people that are that talented. Carrie, raise your mic up a little bit. I mean, I'm, when, when I'm trying, can, it's not. It's not staying. When you can go no, from that, from Mrs. Doubtfire to a one hour photo, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's a, that's a that's a big range. <laughs> it really is. That, thing, that was a good Mr. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, like Taylor, which is Brooks's little brother. One day we were younger some, brother. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, younger brother. Younger, bigger brother. Yeah, because he's like six four yeah. and like two hundred or like two seventy, two eighty. He's just a big boy. But uh, one day, like I think it was, he was over at the house and Mrs. Doubtfire was about to come on, and I don't know what it was, but he just turned around and goes, "Too loose." <laughs> and I go, do, do you mean the hello? And he was like, oh, yeah, that's it. Hello. Oh. But so for like a year, every time I'd see television, go, <laughs> Well, speaking of, speaking of, you know, um, watching movies differently, kind of as you enter adolescence, uh, for me, it was Titanic. Because there was this one scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. I was watching intently. <laughs> yeah. Remember that video, that dumb smash you sent? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I want you to paint me, like, you one to paint me like, paint one like one of your French girls. <laughs> Wearing oh, this. Goodness. Well, oh. Kathy Bates steals every movie, so it's hard not to remember. That's that true. Kathy yes. Bates was a star. Yes, yes. The unsinkable Molly Brown. Yeah. But, uh, well, well, that's awesome. So, um... What are what are some of the um, movies that uh, inspired you? Definitely. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Uh, Rudy. I loved Rudy. Oh, Rudy was as great. A kid. I uh, went. I went. We went and saw Rudy together. Yeah. And I remember. I mean, you were probably what eight, yeah. nine years old. And I remember. And I'm not trying to like embarrass you or anything like that. But as I was watching, because I get emotional still, and you know, Brooks kind of had a tear in his eye, and I'm like kind of kind of <laughs> tearing up, but. It was just like the impact of like that movie, yeah, too, yeah. man. Because I was the same way. I'm like, gosh, this is just like a tremendous story. And I'm pretty sure I ended up just breaking down. I've seen so Rudy. You may have turned away, but uh, <laughs> I've seen most of the football movies out there. Yeah, but Robbie laughs at Rudy. Like it's been our fight for years because she's like, well, he's not good, and she's like, he shouldn't, he shouldn't be on the field. <laughs> it just got a lot of heart. Yeah, man. so he's all heart. I'm all like, heart. And, but she's telling it to a guy that's like five seven, like a hundred and nothing. You know, not a not an athletic talent and a bone in his body. So anyway, speaking of sports sure. movies, did you guys watch the uh, Paterno movie that was on HBO? No, we don't no. have. I don't have HBO. Oh, it was either. so good. It was so good. Yeah. No. 
You guys, I mean, the, the movie was good. Okay, not I mean, the, story. the situation I mean, was terrible. <laughs> now, now I'm ready for you to be like, have you seen the Bill Cosby movie? <laughs> I can see Keith outside of Paterno's house just holding up a candle. <laughs> With going, a candle yeah. we support. I support Joe Pa. Oh, Man, goodness. that uh, is the worst thing I'd ever seen. Uh, yep. You can't support a guy that... Oh, I'm, no. I'm sorry. No, I, I can't either. Go there. Can't, yeah. yeah. Well, what I was I, simply trying to point out Al Pacino played a really good <laughs> no, Joe Paterno. Well, Al Pacino's a great actor. Yeah. yeah. Glengarry Glenn Ross. Uh, so, Rudy, um, Goodwill Hunting. Uh, Shawshank. Oh. oh. Go, all right. This is the part where Carrie does a little uh, Morgan Freeman for us. My friend Andy, Andy Dufray, crawled through a mile of stuff and came out clean on the other side. <laughs> I, I can see how this guy inspired you. Yeah, yeah, sure, very much so. That's I'm, another. I'm in, I'm in the same boat you are. I had never gotten on a stage to sing, dance, get the crowd going until I met these guys. <laughs> True story. But yeah. now that's all he does. That's, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. Now you can see him on every weekend at <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing karaoke at the Looney Bin on a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. Hey, everybody, Bo Watkins here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who wants to hear a little tonic? The, yeah. So far, all three movies you've named are movies that if I f- see them on TV, I will always watch There's, them. Shawshanks yeah. is, is my number one movie of all time. Yeah. So it's great. Um, comedy, you know, the, Jim Carrey, you know, the stuff he did in the mid-90s, Dumb and Dumber, um, Liar Liar, I love. The Truman mm-hmm. Show I actually really liked. Yeah, um, it's great. Stands yeah. out. Um, stuff that he did. Um that, I mean, that's kind of in that same time frame of just you know, you know, being in a theater and everybody just laughing and thinking, man, that's that's really cool. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. How so, old are you? Uh, right about that time, I'm twelve to no, fourteen. Right oh, right now I'm thirty three. Thirty three. So we're we're on that same. in that yeah. vicinity. Yeah, yeah you watched Saved by the Bell when you were. Oh, there. absolutely. Yeah. 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 So there, there you go. You came it's home and it was Saved by the Bell. Or Family Saved Matters. Bell. <laughs> yeah, from three three something to like six <laughs> something. Mm-hmm. It's it's those it's those shows. Carl Winslow was my second father. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my wife told me the other night that uh, she wished she was one of the, a cousin that could have come live with the Huxable family. And I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, that, that was, when I was growing up watching that show, I wish I could have been the cousin that just moved in with them. Yeah. Does this, wow. Tell me how that works. Statement still hold true <laughs> in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now, now, did you say, what about now? <laughs> Would you still move in with the Huxtable? <laughs> and what's crazy is for a lot long time, I like always worked on like my Bill Cosby impression. And just and now threw it's it in just, the trash. Now it's like, it's I can't useless. Even, can't even use that anymore. So <sighs> Jello pudding pops will never be the same. Yeah. Mm. Never. Oh, and I used to love those. The Rudy, Never mind it. You can still use it. I approve this. All right. Anything else? Um, those are the ones that stand out. Yeah. Um, okay. And then now it's just it's it's weird because you know at every point in every phase of your life something hits you differently, whether it be music or movies uh, or something you're reading. And and now I go to a movie. Um, being a husband and father, and it's a totally oh different. Oh my gosh, Do you yeah. ever do you ever cry at commercials? Oh, the Huggies and Pampers. <laughs> yes. Like, oh man. Oh, the anytime that they'll play the a really good song, and like a, a you know a soldier's coming home, yeah. and like yeah. The oh surprise, yeah, Dude. just never fails. You're just like okay. Robbie and I were in bed one night, and she was doing her Bible study, and I was done with my part. So 
I just YouTubed military coming home. <laughs> Why <laughs> would you do that to <laughs> but, yourself? But that's the thing. And she, I've done and, that a hundred times. She's <laughs> I'm like, not joking. One second, it's the mic pop. And she's like, "Why would you do that?" I'm like, "Well, I haven't cried a whole lot today, <laughs> so I got to get it all out." And it's it's always just like that music that's just like the, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, like yeah. As and then every, and it, you know it'll go down and you'll hear the kid go, "Daddy!" And then, oh, and then yeah, you start. It. Yeah. It's, the, it's like when they go to the kid's school is yeah. like the oh that gets me. Yeah, yeah, like my kid now. I'll be gone for a couple of hours and I'll come and he'll do that and I start yeah. crying. So I can imagine, <laughs> yeah. you know. Being deployed for six yeah. months. Yeah. Like just earlier, like I'm watching him, like Robbie's uh, doing a uh, listing appointment for pictures and we're in the backyard and he goes, Daddy, come race me. And I was like, okay. He's like, you're my friend. Oh, and dude, man. I just had to like turn my head and I was like, all right, hold on before you say go. And like. <laughs> See, I got, we went, you know, we went to Brazil um in october and i came when we got home my kids were standing there with signs welcome home dad and you know and i've been gone for a week I mean, at the, it, they were at the airport yeah they were at the oh, airport awesome. and it i mean it was a long yeah seven eight days that we were gone it they were pretty hard and you have no cell phone coverage you're in the middle of the amazon up 10 hours up the amazon river from the biggest city around and I mean, they come, you come home, and they're standing there with signs, welcome home, Dad, we missed you. And it's just like, oh, man, I'm about to cry in front of my yep. friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have just done. Yeah. So it's, and I was listening to Joe Rogan on the way here, and he was talking about how he grew up without a dad, and uh, the guest also was the same way. And uh, he said, when you kind of have that, like your kids, and it's probably true to anybody that's just a great dad anyway. And he said the perfect way, I've always said, it's just a love you can't understand until you have them. But he said they're like a drug. Yeah, and it really is. He said, "I was just playing the pool with my daughter, and she, we're just laughing about something." And I'm looking at her face, and it's like I was on a drug. Yeah, and uh, he, in the way he said it, I was like, "That's that's it." Like every time, whether Logan is mad, yelling at me, and I'm trying not to laugh at him because you yeah. know he's not supposed to be doing this, or he just does something funny because now he started doing things where he's like, "Oh, dad," <laughs> you know. And then today he's like, "Dad, I got you a present." I'm like, "You got me a present? What is it?" Um. I don't know. <laughs> and I just like start like just laughing and I'm like, this dude is awesome. Yeah. Or you just sit there and they're playing and you just mm-hmm. out loud say, I just love him so much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you just, it's, it's just great. Yeah. Being a dad is just, be, it's great. Yeah. And, it's the best. Well, how, how old are uh, your kids? Um, my oldest is uh, our daughter, Millie. She's nine months, just turned nine months. And then we're 24 weeks on Wednesday along with number two. Ooh. So congratulations. We love challenges. <laughs> yeah. Man, that is a lot of diapers. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. uh if she goes full term, they'll be right at just under 13 months apart, but she's already measuring a little early. So wow. Goodness. They call that um Irish twins. Irish twins. Yeah, oh, man. And he did it with the first one, and I don't know how he did it. I mean, I just I can't do it. I'm not good at like surprises. They didn't know oh, until yeah. Millie was oh, born. Oh, you did that? And, and they're, doing it, they're doing you. it again. It's you the know, best. But It turns into a risky game because we have our uh, gymnastics <laughs> or my daughter's gymnastics coach. I mean, posted on Facebook, having this girl excited. She's a cheerleading coach. Doctor is like, oh, he's handsome or something like that. And they're like, oh, it's a boy. I mean, everything <laughs> was all girl up to right. that point. Whoa. Like, and yeah. Yeah. So. Well, R- Robbie knew. I mean, I I told you, I told both of you guys, I, that I was having dreams that it was going to be a girl. And Robbie's like, it's a boy. I can tell. And then when we went to the ultrasound or sonogram, whatever you want to call it, uh, 
It, it was. It was a boy. She was like, I may be wrong, but I'm not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I've asked Josh to make this shirt because Robbie has said this to me before. She's like, I may be wrong, but I'm not wrong. And I'm like, that's a perfect shirt for you. So, um, But I'll tell you, Millie, little Millie is uh, about the prettiest baby yeah. I've ever seen. So, And that's the next one will be too. But that's what you always see when... when uh, Brooks and Jesse, his wife, walking like, "Oh, here come the pretty people." Yeah, come that <laughs> trouble, you know. I mean, what? Might as yeah. well go home. <laughs> I feel pretty good when I walk into a room with her. There's no doubt. Like, <laughs> right? You should. It's that, like she's with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that and that's that's how you should you should feel. I remember I always show pictures of Robbie to people. Brooks, we'll, we'll go into this. Um, he helped me to get into this thing, and so I'm sitting with a bunch of uh, people I don't know, extras, who are talking about like their girlfriends. Why? I'm like. Well, this is my wife, and I mean, just red hair, blue eyes, just way out of your league, way, way <laughs> out, kicked my coverage. Like, there's just, just way, way out of my league. And they're like, "Whoa, that's your wife!" And that's that is like the best, like, <laughs> that makes you feel so good because you know it's like the anybody that dated the Aerosmith guy, where they're like Steven Tyler, yeah, because he's not good looking, <laughs> and so when he's when he's with whatever you seen them lips, <laughs> whenever he, they're like, oh, Steven Tyler, you know why. I mean, she's with him because he's rich, but they're looking at me like, so why, Here, why is she with you? Here's a true story, and I've probably told it before, but um, Holly had started teaching at Mustang Valley, and one of the PTA moms was my French teacher in high school. And so Holly was like, I know you from somewhere. Did you teach? She was like, yeah, a long time ago, Putnam City West. She was like, that's where I know you. She was like, my husband was in your class. And she was like, oh, yeah, who's your husband? She said, Josh Jackson. She looked at Holly and said, you married that guy? Ooh. <laughs> True story. And I was like, yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, we all have those. I, I made an impression. Well, that's good. Um, so the next one, 13 months apart, do um, you feel like you're more prepared? Yes. You're not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler let me, alert. Let me, let me tell you tea. something real quick. I feel like there's there's situations that I'm more prepared for. Yeah. Of how to handle them, but yeah. the 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 chaos that will be our life, no. I'm yeah. gonna tell you right now. When we had Aubrey, we thought we were the best parents in the world, <laughs> and Annalie came along and put us in check, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> and you're, like, you know, we're not that great. <laughs> yeah. What was what's the age difference? Uh, three years. Three years. Two mine are two years apart. Two years apart. And so. I, I was gonna tell you this, like just to, just today, as a matter of fact, they're two years apart. They're seven, and then my son will be five in. Um, a little over a week, um, but just today they stepped up their game when it comes to fighting with each other. <laughs> like they fight, con- like they are so competitive with each other about every little tiny thing. It's like if it's get- if it's going out to the car, who can get in the car and buckle up first? And if if one of them loses, it it's just waterworks, <laughs> right? And it's a fight. Well, today they stepped it up, like. I don't know what they were. It was we got home from vacation Bible school. Everybody, we just ate. Everybody was in a good mood. We come in to the house. I start to do some laundry, and the next thing I hear is screams. <laughs> and whatever they were fighting about, my son slapped my oh, daughter across wow. the face, and then in retaliation, she scratched his back like <laughs> deep. <laughs> Like a deep, disturbingly deep scratch. Like I had to get peroxide out and clean his back. And it was like it. It just it went from it went from just screaming at each other to physical violence. When you walked in, did she rat on him first? He slapped me in the face. 
Well, here's the thing. Like, I could tell right away that she was not hurt at all, right? (laughs) Like, she, the slap, I'm sure, was was minor. But she was crying, so she would, you know, overplay like she got really hurt. Yeah. Doing a LeBron James (laughs) flop. She was doing a flop. (laughs) No, but I was going to say, like, my kids are two years apart. Having kids that are going to be that close together, the competitiveness, I imagine, is going to be crazy. Um, I mean, you you know, you've got brothers, right? right you guys yeah. were probably super competitive. That's all I could think about. Very much. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> knows. He, I guess all we did was sports growing up, so there was always a game going on outside in every day of our lives, and not one of them didn't end up with somebody crying, fighting, <laughs> yeah. or tattling on, like, on somebody. And it was, I mean, every time we went out there and played wiffle ball or football, it, that's how it yeah, did. It was a fight. Yeah, absolutely. So me and my brother are 18 months apart. And we fought a lot, but we didn't punch. There were a lot of chokeholds, a lot of hold you down. Did it hold... ever? Did it ever get to punches? We, I have never punched my brother, and he has never punched me. Because me and my brother were like that. Like we, we, because we both were big wrestling fans. Yeah. Like so, if we got yeah. in a fight, we were like, we were yeah. like backdropping, you <laughs> yeah, know, like suplexing. <laughs> but like when we were like, I was like Into six... a pile driver. Yeah. <laughs> I was like sixteen, and he was like eighteen, and we got in a fight about something, and he, he speared me into the drywall and put a big hole in it and I just <laughs> I just turn I just clocked him. Like and so like it it changed for us at that point. But yeah, like before that point we had never come to blows really. Yeah. I don't but, think you guys ever punched or no, we never I, punched. But the best thing and we probably talked about whenever we'd all play sports, if there's a basketball goal out there, like he said, there's wolf ball, me and Brooks were always on a team together. And my nephew Matt, who's his older brother would always be on a team with Taylor and Taylor was the youngest and I could never understand why he never would just switch it up. Like, I mean, I'll take Taylor. It never was like that. <laughs> and then we would always win. I mean, I've got him. Well, that's why he didn't me. switch it up. Well, <laughs> yeah, why would you? <laughs> well, no, no, Matt, Matt oh, would okay. never, Matt oh, would Matt never win. And Matt would get mad like at Taylor, like we're out there playing basketball and it's like an eight year old, a 12 year old. And then, Oh, you know, whatever. And up, and then Taylor would get blocked or he'd get it stolen from him because he's a little baby and he was a little kid. Yeah. And Matt would be like, Taylor, get on your game. Figure this out. <laughs> and so Taylor would start crying and then Matt would have to, hey, hey, whoa, hey, 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 don't, 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 don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Hey, hey, you want to win? Huh? You want to beat him? Let's beat him. Come on, let's, let's do this together. Let's beat him. Let's beat him, Taylor. Pep talking to him. Yeah. yeah. And then Matt's a great sport because we would always play like whenever NCAA tournament was around. He'd be like, all right, we'll be OU, you guys be OSU. And we'd be up big. And he'd be like, it's 86 to, to 64 <laughs> with three minutes to go. And then Matt would make a three. It's tied at 86. <laughs> we got a minute to go. And I'd be like, what just happened? What you, how'd you hit a 23-pointer? <laughs> I mean, so that's that. That's You learn a lot from that guy. But yeah, no punches. No punches. Though. No. They just kind of yell yeah. at each other. Well, I hope, I hope your kids... Don't fight at all. I hope they, they just won't. love each other and uh, they get along. Now, you're hoping it's a boy or a girl? You know, <clears throat> I I mean, I would love another girl. I mean, Millie's awesome and amazing. And uh, between the three of us brothers, we've produced seven girls, seven for seven. Yeah. So we have not made a boy yet. <laughs> wow. I see. Um, so, so the odds are it's going to be a girl. The odds are a girl. But um, Jesse, my wife, Jesse, Feels like it's a boy. Like she feels like you know, I don't. Well, you, know, you guys, women need a boy. are the. Well, we do need a boy. It'd be awesome. Uh, women. Uh, I, I mean, I trust their instinct on this way yeah. more than ours. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, she says, you know, it just feels a little bit different. Uh, there's some different symptoms associated with it. It looks different. So Now, do y'all have a dog and a cat? We have a 10-year-old uh, silver lab named Stella. So she's. I'm surrounded by women. See, I'm, I'm, I'm right picturing now. some <laughs> commercial of them walking down the beach with their dog, got their boy and their girl, just this handsome <laughs> couple, you know. So they've. You guys have been in a commercial together, yeah. correct? Yeah. 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 I, actually, I, I've been fortunate enough to be in a commercial with Jesse and then also uh, one with Millie. I saw the one with Millie. Um, it was on Hulu, and you, like, picked her up. Like real lovingly, and then smelled her diaper, and was like, "Oh goodness!" <laughs> and so it was. Uh, you probably didn't have to act very no. much on that one. Yeah. <laughs> no matter of fact, I think our best take where there was actually a real diaper change needed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it all works out. That'd have been well, a dry heave moment uh, t- for me. Let's talk a little bit about acting, just in general, because I'm fascinated um, with that with the whole the whole world and the realm of acting. Um, what tell tell me just some experiences? What's it like being on a, a movie set? What's it like getting direction from from a director? What's what's it like working with a cast of people? Um, you, goodness, in it, a nutshell, yeah, in one word. Uh, <laughs> let's just all say a word, and we'll just connect an answer <laughs> together here. Unique, New York. It, it's it's a lot of things. For right right now, the like for me, um, I just was so blessed to rap on a project that was literally a dream come true. Like, it's why you get into act. Like, not only because I, like, I felt like God told me to, like, this is what, like, it's going to happen. I felt like he said it's going to happen from Oklahoma. Like, that was part of it. Like, uh, I had a, a successful in oil and gas for a long time. And as a single man, like, I was just saving money and could have moved to L.A. or New York at any point in time. And I just felt like he kept saying, no, you're going to do it from Oklahoma. You're, when it happens, it's going to happen from Oklahoma. Little did I know, he he basically said, you know, you can't, you're not going to become a better actor until you become a husband and a father. Um, and thank goodness, you know, for his his word on that. So it's it's coming from, you know, in Oklahoma, there's only so much to do. Yeah. Commercial here, commercial there. And then when you get chances at a feature film or a, a better opportunity, it's it's usually what they call a day player role or somebody that comes in, delivers a line. Okay. And, you know, all the main talent is from L.A. or somewhere else. Sure. So, you know, you in in your head the whole time you're thinking, man, I just want to be a part of a, for, for me personally, not only do I want to be a part of a feature film and see it grow, but I want to be part of something that I feel like is blessed by God and bring glory to him. And Yeah. And that, all that, like, culminated here recently, and it's just in a way that, like, you just look at my story then our story with jesse and our family how it's come together and then it's like this kid from poto oklahoma yeah is 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 a part of this it's i mean i i pinch myself every day like, <laughs> that's the way carrie's getting with this big boy pants stuff yeah 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 <clears throat> well are you, the project uh, that you're referring to are you able to talk about that at all we can yeah we can we can talk a little bit about it i mean it's pretty discreet in terms of details and certainly will be no spoiler alerts tonight okay but uh, it, it's, it's a major feature film. Um, you know, like that's another thing. A lot of times film opportunities in Oklahoma, though people will have enough money to make a movie. Yeah. But it, that's all they, that's all they want to do is make the movie. There's no marketing budget. There's no major nationwide theatrical release or something and you, like that. You probably have to get like a production studio behind it and all that. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, you know, for us on, on this project, it, 
it cost $10,000 an hour to make this movie. Oh, wow. Holy smokes. <laughs> and we shot for 30, 31 days. So. Oh, wow. So do that math. Yeah, do that math. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My, my phone was, doesn't go that high. It's not. I was just about to say, like, when you think about it, I bet you can count on one hand, well, maybe a couple hands, but there's been, like, very few movies filmed, like, only in Oklahoma. Like, um, the one that stands out for me is that Weird Al movie. They filmed that in Tulsa. You UHF? Know, UHF. They filmed that in, they filmed that yeah. in Tulsa. Well, they're, they're, over the past few years, if you ever go to um, Tourism o- OKC or Tourism Oklahoma, it's something like that, there have been a lot of movies made here. Well, there have been movies that have had scenes shot here, but there haven't been like movies like just made in Oklahoma. Like the UHF was one, mm-hmm. and then there's like some Meryl Streep movie. Yes. August Osage County. Yes, yes, that was shot in Oklahoma. Yes. What about the uh, movie Twister? Twister was like mostly in Kansas and like on sets. It was only partly in Oklahoma. I didn't mean to offend you. I was just saying. <laughs> Look, man. They <laughs> listen. They took the Gary England footage <laughs> yeah. and they spliced it. Yeah. I know there was a movie with Casey Affleck and someone else is like a murder mystery movie. Uh, oh, like oh it's Gut- like an old time. It was like an old timey. And that yes, was done in Guthrie. That was Guthrie. Yep. Um there was um there was like a scene or two from Elizabeth Town. That was here, and yeah, that just true. that was just like when they came through the memorial, mm-hmm. like that they came through to the to the survive. What's it called? The survivor tree, or yeah. what's the the tree down there? Yeah, that there was like a scene of that, but that was really all that was in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah that's there, there's really just a few. So it's it's crazy that you would say that you felt like it was going to happen from Oklahoma because yeah. that doesn't you know that that wouldn't normally no, be the case not. so like yeah. that just adds such another level to your story that it did happen yeah from that, Oklahoma that's really cool absolutely and i mean i just feel like it it helps point more to him and what he you know said would happen and, and did happen but it, you're right it's uh most Oklahoma actors if it's such a small circle they either know each other or kind of go through the same um people in terms of uh either agencies or casting directors, there's kind of two big ones and stuff yeah. like that. And, um, you know, at, at a certain point they go through those classes with those teachers and, you know, they go through the commercial and day player role game here for so long and then they'll move or, you know, they'll try to move and okay. if, if they're able to. And like I, I, like I said, I just, I felt like that was not for me. And mm-hmm. I mean, it, I always thought, not only was he telling me not to leave, but it's just the the numbers game. You're literally a minnow in the biggest ocean in the world out there. Sure. And and here you're at least a perch in a small, you know, a smaller lake. That makes sense. And but it's it was unique. Like this project, I was one of the only Oklahoma actors on the film. Like most talent was still brought in from either California or, you know, Georgia. Um, yeah. Anybody stuff. we would know? No big uh, no big names in terms of big projects. Some of the cameos are, are very well known uh, okay. in, in different circles and stuff, uh, which that, that's kind of fun. But um, it's it's uh, because of the budget, because of the subject matter, because of the team behind it, and just the quality that it was done. Like it will certainly it will have a big theatrical nationwide release. It will nice. be certainly talked about um, by a number of people and. Can hopefully can, <laughs> the conversation stirs people to actually go oh, see it. Can we come to the premiere? Is the is the question? I want to get as many people. I I don't know. We haven't been given details yet of where the big premiere will be. Like I don't know if they'll be in L.A. or right. or what. Um, but I hope that they. I hope they do an Oklahoma premiere. Yeah, just because we shot it here, and then you know for the kind of give back to Oklahoma. Yeah. Know, in a way, so whether they do it here or, or 
the location where we shot it or something, I think it would be awesome. And if they're like, well, Brooks, you're our local Okie here on this project. We'll give you this many passes. I would Ooh. love that. <laughs> yeah, well, let's, let's just call dibs on a few of those. Yeah. Real quick. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do a show from outside of it. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that would be great. And, and I'll tell you, like Brooks, you know, say, I mean, he the, everything was set up the way you're saying, like, God put everything in place of like how it was supposed to be, which is just amazing, like how it's all set up. But I had given up on acting years and years ago. It was just not going to happen for me. But I had a bucket list. And I was telling Robbie, I was like, the only thing I've ever wanted to do is be in a movie. And it's just, you know, it's not going to happen. It's it's off my bucket list. And then just one day driving from a listing appointment, I get a text from Brooks and it's like, hey, do you want to be the best man in, in this movie? I'm like, uh, yep. Like, I didn't even care. Spoiler alert, there's a wedding scene. Oh. <laughs> Dang it. No, like, just the better man. Um, but, you know, he'd said, you know, to do that, and I was just like, it, it just is, you know, and I, I just don't want to be this should guy, I, but like... Tearing, should I cut that out? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. He, he can. I can change it. No, no, Okay. No. But, like, I start tearing up as I'm going down the road, not just because, like, you had talked about being proud. Like, I have just been so proud of, like, what he's done and being able to to get to this point. But, like, him thinking about, you know, just me for, like, some small thing. And now, like, my bucket list is, like, almost done. Yeah. What as, else is on that list? As soon as I can see Nirvana play live, <laughs> I am completely done with it. All right. So, does it matter who? Does it have to be the original? Yes, it has oh, to be. Okay. So well, it will never happen. Yeah. But um, so we can't recreate that in a film. <laughs> it's like the Tupac hologram. What if, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. What, Kirk, if, yeah. what if you Kirk, get a hologram? If we have Kirk Kamein hologram, yes. Okay. Uh, it'll work. But no, and like just to be there on the set that day, and just to see it all, it was just so cool that I I got home. I told Rob, I was like, I'm I don't I don't need to do anything else. So we're gonna be able to look you up on IMDb now. No, no, not me, <laughs> not me. Uh-uh. No, it'll be. Are Brooks, you not though. gonna be credited on the? I doubt it. I I doubt it. It was it was such that when I got there and they were like, okay, give us your information so we can get you paid and everything. I had told Brooks, I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> no. Do you guys have any forms for just me doing it? Uh, yeah, we got those. All right, I'll sign it. I didn't, I didn't care. Yeah. So that's how I, I felt just... when I helped you do the announcing at the Mustang football game. And he was like, hey, man, fill this out so you can get paid. And I was like, no, this is it, man. This is payment enough. I'm getting paid in joy right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, Best seat in the house. So, yeah, but it was just so cool. And, you know, I was telling Robbie when I got home, you know, you, you've got these scenes and everything that lasts for so long that there are people that are like, hey, Brooke's going to get you something to drink. Brooke's going to do this. I'm just like, in my mind, like, he's... He's a star. You He's know it, what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. like so cool He's there. to see him doing it all. So anyway, just so to me, it's awesome. We're like, proud of you, man. Yeah. yeah. We Th- really are. That's part of it, too, that um, when you ask to describe it, it's um, like you literally, I walk up the first day and there's a trailer with my name on it and it's my trailer. And you always hear about an actor talking about their trailer. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> you have one. <laughs> and I didn't have to bring it myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, wardrobe's already in there and... They they put a, you know they put fill up your your refrigerator with water and stuff and anything I would have asked for actually but you know that's what they had in there and it's they each day they give you um, of course they have you have the the script they give you which is you know confidential like your first script you hang on to it but then each day of whatever the scenes are and the call sheet they give you that stapled and, little, and so you can just look at your lines and know what yeah. you're shooting in the scenes and, wow. Um, then the the production assistant comes by and they'll knock on your door, your trailer door is like, okay, five minutes until wardrobe or five minutes until hair and makeup. And yeah. then they come get you and escort you there. And then the hair and makeup just 
pampers you and then wardrobe is just yeah. made out for you. It's just crazy. Let me, like, let me ask you this question because you mentioned, so you'll get the script ahead of time. So you, I'm sure you read that, so you mm-hmm. know the story. But then you're saying they'll bring you a call sheet each day. So you're not filming it in any kind of an order. Oh, my goodness. What's no. that like? It It's... It is bizarre, like because in the script you read it just like you read a book, front you know from page one to page one fifty, whatever it is, and you know, I mean, just being in the uh, the experience I have, you know that they shoot out of sequence and that that's just part of it. But to yeah. be a part of a major production, to be in uh, the kind of role that I was you know in, it's okay. Here's scene literally like one of the second to last scenes we're shooting the first day. Right. <laughs> and so in your, in what's part of that is um, knowing the whole script, you know, where your emotion, like where your character's emotions are sure. at, at the time. And then you're turning around and flipping the same day and you're going back to the middle of the movie. And maybe that's like at the apex of the, the drama. Right. And right. So now your character's got to be there. That's crazy. And cause like, you know, I, I don't want to brag. I'm not trying to be braggadocious at all, but I did play the voice of the plant in a high school production of little shop of horrors. <laughs> and so you I were know, too? Uh, yes, I feed me Seymour. <laughs> wow. and so, and so I know that really, you know, when you, at least you're doing a, a, a stage play, um, you know, you, you, you live that, you live that story out. And so when you get to those parts, you know, you, you're able to kind of bring that, that emotion to it. Right, but if you're filming a movie that's you're doing your scenes all out of order, I would imagine that'd be difficult to be able to draw from because you'd almost need to draw from from how you acted a certain scene out. You know, maybe when that storyline comes back around at a more important part in the film. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's got to be it's got to be crazy. <laughs> and not only that, but it's you know it. When you watch a movie, you watch it from start to finish, and mm-hmm. what you don't see is, like, you really appreciate, especially, like, just the work that it takes. Like, a, a set day is minimum 12 hours, sometimes 14, 16, like, they're long days. Yeah. And you start, like you said, you're out of sequence with the movie, and then um, in, in, in one shot, they'll start with the wide coverage. You know, we shot multi-cam on everything. We had two amazing cameras so we're getting tons of coverage of everything so we start multi-cam so you'll play the scene with just a wide shot well then all of a sudden you know you'll do two or three takes of that maybe four or five whatever you know whatever it takes sure and then you know you'll zoom in to one person's close-ups and then so you'll get that and then you'll flip it around and go to the other person's close-up so (laughs) you're you know the scene you may shoot it 15 20 times right and if it's like the the female lead in our story did an amazing job because she carries it for sure, and there's some major emotional moments in the film, and in those fifteen or twenty takes, she's got to bring it every, every time. time. Yeah, and you're just like you don't see that in a yeah. theater. You see the one that right. they chose with, <laughs> and that they you know that they yeah. chose, and it's just like, wow, that's really impressive. And I bet too, you're thinking the whole time that you're having to kind of do it the same way every time. Because, you know, I think we've, you've, Carrie, I'm sure you've seen movies where, like, you'll see they cut, you know, it's one scene and they cut to different angles of it and, like, something's off about it. Yeah. Like, like somebody's tie is messed up or, or something's different or there's a bottle on, on, you know, somebody set their cup down, yes. but then they have it in their hand. Again. Or there's a paint spot or a sweat spot right here, this, <laughs> right. right here at this <laughs> time, but the next time, you know, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. They do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The continuity is the big term and it's what they, I mean, 
especially if you nail one doing mm-hmm. something, they're like, okay, you have to do that again every time. Well, I if it see. was just totally natural and spontaneous, well, now it's in your head to not only think about what you did, but you're also <laughs> thinking right. about the camera lens, making sure, one, it can see you. Like, mm-hmm. that's just part of, like, you got to know where the camera's at, making sure it's picking up that emotion you're trying to give as the character hit that same thing that they really liked, either holding the cup or holding. And then, <laughs> right. And then at the same time, being able to give your lines and then give, you know, give what that person needs that you're reading right. with and back and forth. And oh, nuts. So you're always acting like you're in your character, but you're always thinking at the same time. It's, yeah. It's bizarre. I, I wonder, hard. like just talking about filming uh, the scenes out of order, like, you know, like Quentin Tarantino movies yeah. where the movie itself is all out of order? Yeah. I bet they film that one straight. <laughs> straight through. It's like, all right, we're moving out of the diner scene, and now we're going to Vincent Vega. Yeah, like yeah. they film those movies straight, and then they chop them up. I bet that's how they do it. Uh, I was going to say, like how you're talking about that. Do you guys remember the uh, football movie, The Replacements, with Keanu Reeves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gene Hackman. There's a Orlando Jones who's like the wide receiver can't catch. He had said in an interview, because Gene Hackman is just Gene Hackman. And he said there was like the wide shots or something. And he was just like giving it and like doing like what he's supposed to do. And then he, it was like three or four takes in and Gene Hackman like grabbed him. He's like, save it for the close-ups. And he was like, do what? He's like, don't, don't go all out. Just save it for the close-ups. And he said <laughs> that was like the best advice he's yeah. ever getting. He's cause he's like, you're not going to get like all this from the wide. He's like, just save it until they got your face. So huh. I thought, I, I thought about that. I was like, huh. I'd just keep on going <laughs> full blast. No, that that that's good advice. That's very true. Uh, and, and I mean, there's certain situations where the director would come, uh, point to one of us or point to, to one of the females, big powerful scene, and we're in the wide, and he's like, "Don't blow yourself out. Like, don't waste all your emotion right now." Yeah, just because basically what you're saying is, um, what we're gonna get from you is not from this wide. So be there, but don't don't be, you know there yet yeah. don't waste it yeah don't waste it it's just so crazy now you know i was in a bacon commercial once oh right. yeah <laughs> Bake, bacon yeah well, bacon it was, well it was a man like that, a kevin bacon my, or like bacon? <laughs> yeah, it was a man day commercial for the church 15 second commercial 297 takes really <laughs> it, it was close like you had to eat that bacon man, a lot. i'm telling you jacob was like well do it again but do it like this and then he's like no you're doing it the same way you just did it do it like this. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know what like this is. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Amateur. I'm going to eat the bacon. <laughs> That's why they like having Brooks do the, do the announcements and everything. Cause I'm sure it's just like a seamless. He walks in, they're like, this is pretty much what we're looking for. All right, got it. Yeah. <laughs> other people both of you guys. I mean, there's a reason no, they're I, using YouTube. Yeah, there's a reason me and Josh don't get up there <laughs> yeah, and do the announcement yeah, videos. Yeah. We do the ridiculous, um, <laughs> we act like sheep on stage. Yeah, and we play uh, the troll song for uh, the <laughs> yeah, family festival. Do stuff like that. Weird commercials for church. I mean, we're, yeah. we're not doing the serious stuff where they're trying to bring people back. I try to just make it enough to where at least sometime they're going to have to do a blooper loop into it because I have so many <laughs> bloopers. And like last time, I couldn't say invite. I kept saying vite. And so I kept thinking it had to be a poto thing where I'm like, all right, invite them on over. Invite them in. <laughs> and so it just stopped. I'm like, dude, I'm just making up words. And I just know at some point, Jacob's just going to, it's going to be a flash frame. And then me like, all right, invite them. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do this. So invite your friends. Invite your friends. Invite your, your, your mom and them. <laughs> it's like the, uh, somebody knocks on your dorm poto, it's open. So, um, so open. So open. S O P E N, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, so open. 
Oh yeah, that's never lock your doors. All down right. Well, you know, I don't want to go. I don't want to go too long because you know Brooks, being the family man he is, I certainly don't want to don't want to you know keep you from anything. But I did have something that I wanted to try with you that I'm a little bit excited about because we're really going to stretch your acting chops here for a, <laughs> a moment or two. Um, do you do much improv? I have an improv background. Sure. You do? Okay. All right. <laughs> He's got the card. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give, um, to start off, I'm going to give you and Josh a scene. Why did I get um, roped in on this? Well, like, we're all going to do it. We're all going to do it. So Josh, um, I'm going to give you a scene, and then I'm also going to give you a little bit of motivation. Brooks, I'll give you a little bit of motivation. Josh, I'm going to leave it open for you. I don't want to complicate it too okay. much. That's appreciate. Thanks, so, man. We, we know where you're <laughs> yeah. at right now. You're Apex. So we know you're going to bring that. <laughs> here, boys. I'm here. All right, Josh. So you're a high school quarterback. Okay, been there. Bo yeah, Watkins. Bo Watkins, Bo high school Watkins quarterback. The field. All right, you're losing. Yeah. At halftime. Yeah. This is a game you should be up on, but you're losing the to story, your rival. Story of my life. Right? Mustang right. versus UConn. You're okay. down by 21. Okay. So you're in. You're in the locker room. Brooks is the coach. Okay. He comes in. Um, he's going to come in and try and give you guys a pep talk. Um, is this straight from Varsity Blues? No. Or, like, is he playing Bud Kilmer? No, this is from every high school football movie. No, no. We'll wait for the. There. We'll wait for the motivation, though. I'm okay, going to give okay. Brooks a little bit of motivation just for your character's sake. Um, the coach in this scene, uh, he quit smoking the day before, so oh, he had a. Yeah. He had a, a 30 year habit that he just kicked, and now he's got to bring that into this locker room. Uh, to to get his quarterback in gear. All right, so Josh, you're going to start us off. You probably had okay. like a coach like this at Poto. That's what's so <laughs> yeah. funny is I'm thinking. We're just going to see where this goes. <laughs> All right, and scene. All right, coach, man, they're they're big, they're fast, <laughs> <laughs> they're big, and they're fast. Oh, peppermint was the only gum flavor they had. Hang on, <laughs> I need some, coach. Listen, Bo. It's down by 21. Hang. <laughs> give, give me the patch. Let me try the patch. <laughs> what I wouldn't give for a heater right now. <laughs> Bo. You've thrown seven passes to the other team. If I call one more and you throw it to them again, guess where you'll be sitting? Just put me there, coach. Right back behind center because you're the only guy I got. <laughs> Oh, bring in, bring in the Dutch oven, Stanley, coach. your backup got hurt playing tuba at halftime right now. Hang on. Patch number two. Come here. <laughs> Here's the deal. Oh. Every play we call, you change it in the huddle because you can do a better job than me at this point, right? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, all I see in my playbook are camels and Marlboros and what I wouldn't give for a big old cowboy and a crazy hat to be staring right back at me saying, here you go, but that's not going to happen. So whatever I call, you change it. You hear me? I believe in you. No matter what, I'm having a cigarette with this game. <laughs> oh, that's... Man. And you scene. You are a professional. That's so good. <laughs> like, the whole time I'm just sitting there like, man, oh, I want to sw- watch this movie I, I so bad. Oh. Like, just some guy just sitting there like, hey. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> just sitting over here, never played quarterback in my life, thinking I'm, I'm about to run it up the middle. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh. My goodness. Okay. You'll be right that was there, a success. You'll that be was right there one. behind center because there's no one else. <laughs> That's it. You're yeah, it, buddy. Perfect. All right. I took a little notes uh, for my second scenario oh. here. 
All right. So, Brooks, this will be for you and I. We're brothers. And we are faced with the decision to sell the house that we grew up in, our parents' house. We have to decide if we're going to sell it. Um, the, the motivation for you here is that you hold a grudge against me because I made a successful investment in Bitcoin. So, <laughs> which is not true. Not true. He fought that yeah. to the nail like right there. Three people, or three of the four yeah. people here have made that successful move. Still own Bitcoin. <laughs> so that's so you hold that you harbor that those those ill feelings towards me because of my success. Uh, and here we are. Um, your name is Stephen, and uh, I'll be Jeff. Okay. Wait. Wait. G E O F F? Of course. Yeah. He's sophisticated. He's, he's, he's Steven. He's Steven with a PH. Oh. All right. Steven, we've been brothers for a long time, man. I don't know why this is such a hard decision for you. Let's just let's just pull the trigger. Let's get this done. Listen, G off. <laughs> Here's the thing. You want to do this 50-50. Right. It's but fair. I'm a foot taller than you. I think it should be at least 68 and 32. <laughs> That's very specific. You've put some <laughs> thought into this. Um, listen, we're brothers. We're equal share in the will. I don't see how you... That doesn't make any sense. Do you know what an EBT card is, Geoff? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. Oh, let me guess. Bitcoin is just doing really good things for you right now. Liz, oh, you're going to bring this up again? I tried to get you in on this investment, man. Your tech said, hey, you should try out Bitcoin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's like saying, hey, you should try out the new Slurpee at 7-Eleven this week. So I didn't, you're saying I didn't give you enough information. Well, advice from you is always skeptical to begin with. Okay. You, it's your, you made the choice to keep carrying that flip phone. It's not my fault that you can't look it up. Look, the flip phone is free from the government, Geoff. <laughs> We've been over this. Okay. Along with my dart ride that I had over here today. And here we are arguing about a house that you haven't been to since you graduated from high school. And you want a piece of this? Let me guess, so you can buy some more Bitcoin. <laughs> And scene. <laughs> I'm starting to feel like Stephen still lives there. <laughs> Stephen made some good points. Okay, so for the next one, let's go. Carrie, you are the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. 600. <laughs> 600 company. And, um, and Brooks, you just lost a huge account. And now you have to come into the boss's office and fight for your job. You have to explain to him... Why, um, why you should keep your job and some motivation for you here. You just quit smoking. The day before, no, no, I'm just kidding. no, no, that's not part of it. Um, all right, all right. So whenever you're ready. Um, what are our names? Um, Mr. Big, Carrie. <laughs> Is that him? Uh, <laughs> uh, and um, and Andre. Andre. Okay. Well, Andre, I bet you know why you're here. I think so. Um, it's not to validate your parking. You lost the biggest account we have at Stark Industries. 
do you even realize how big Quiznos is? And now you you think that you can still work here after all this? You have another thing coming. You convince me in the next 30 seconds or you are out on your butt. Here's the deal, okay? I had a parking ticket that morning and a, a, a security guard tripped me in the hallway and I had a concussion. And while I had a concussion, I had a vision, okay? And that vision was that Quiznos was going under. And I didn't want that to be on your resume. I wanted it on mine. Okay? Just a picture. Every Quiznos in the world, for some reason, you went and hired a pitch man named Jared. <laughs> and I just knew it was a bad idea. So I let it tank on purpose because I have something better planned. Have you seen a picture of my daughter recently? She's really cute. Uh, that has nothing to do with this. This is Quiznos. Quiznos! There's no way. It will ever tank. Everyone wants a sandwich. Nobody wants a sandwich from a place that starts with the letter Q. You've it's, got a point there. You are a straight shooter. I'm telling you. You are my new vice president. <laughs> Made it. You're not going to regret this. Well, I know I won't. I thought you were going to do a sales pitch on Circuit City. <laughs> <laughs> Radio Circuit Chat City. is coming back. Hey, is, is Quiznos still around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because we lost the Quiznos in Yukon, so I figured I they were know. all just going down. Or maybe I'm thinking Schlotsky's. I don't think I've seen a Quiznos in I'm a long time. Hey, Quiznos. I haven't eaten them since Quiznos had those commercial. weird, like, guinea pig yeah. or whatever commercials. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Now that you mention it, I really don't want a sandwich from a Q restaurant. Yeah. No. That doesn't sound right. Nobody does. It would. Nope. Not Mr. Great Big. job, guys. Yeah. Really you guys good. are top notch. Really I, good. <laughs> I, I feel like I, I kind of... And I think Bo Watkins nailed it. I started y'all at the bottom just so y'all could go up. <laughs> I just wanted you to say, I don't want your life. I don't want your life. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, this has been great. Brooks, thank you so much for coming on the show. Everybody for listening. It's been, uh, it's been a long time coming, so we are, we are glad uh, that we had a chance to get back at this, and we, we hope you guys liked it. Yeah, and Brooks, thanks for coming out. I mean, it's, uh, it's been a treat that even if we weren't related to see uh, the role you've had as dad and everything, it's just been like so amazing to watch and uh, you know, just so proud of you guys and uh, getting involved in the church and uh with Jesse and Millie and y'all's story of, of getting together, it's it's if if there's somebody out there that doesn't believe in God and doesn't believe certain things happen for a reason, um, take about ten minutes and talk to Brooks because his whole story is just from from middle school, you know, up till now. Like there's been a, a lot of stuff that uh, has just set your path and to to where it is now, and it's just it's amazing to see um, how it's been. So, look for Brooks Ryan on the big screen. When's that coming out? Uh, tentative release date right now is for late February, early March of next year. Perfect. So not too too long of a right. wait. Yeah. Um, we'll give updates as we are able to. Right? Yeah, and, and once uh, once we actually officially start marketing it, maybe I can come back on and oh yeah, and we yes. <laughs> get some details on it. We can I talk more about it, but uh, we'll say real quick when I was an extra. Like Brooks has been so good about not saying anything about what it was about. He's just, you're just going to do this, this is what you're going to do. And then there's a scene where the person was in it pretty much gave away everything. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, uh, oh, okay, okay. And I told, I texted Robbie as we're on the way home, let's uh, keep 
keep Brooks in our prayers. Let's just keep them because it's gonna be it's gonna be a great movie. I'm just so excited about it and everything. And uh, like he said, there's a little some touchy subjects and everything. So for sure, and it, it it'll be talked about. But we, um, we I, I say we for for Jason and I we. Uh, I appreciate you guys letting me come on. We we have a powerful story, like Carrie was saying, and it's something that um, you know we feel blessed for this opportunity with this film, and we hope for more. And you know anything that can come from that, we um, receive and are appreciative of. But we more than anything the the chance to be able to sit down with people and tell them our story and tell them why it. Like Carrie was saying, it it's so unbelievable, but the fact that it's real, you know, points to him and really will give a lot of people hope for different reasons. A lot of people um, will, will change the way they believe, the way they think, and it's not because of anything her or I have done. It's just what God has done for us mm-hmm. and our family, and it it's really, really powerful, and we're thankful that this film is going to give us the opportunity to do that. We hope a ministry comes from it in the form of... Uh, the new new, uh, you know, a new way of uh, a married couple can perform in the entertainment business. You know, Christian actors can be promoted and there's ways that families can be promoted and, and seen in a different light. And we just feel like God is, is allowing us to do that. And, you know, there's going to be um, great and awesome things from it. And no matter how much heat comes from it or negativity, we, you know, we know where we stand and what our values are. And Hey, man, you're not here to play small ball. No, <laughs> no, I like it. No, we didn't. We didn't come out with a, a bunt single on this one. So. Right, <laughs> that's right. <clears throat> this will be big, but I'm excited now. Yeah, it it we can't. I mean, like I said, it's so discreet. But you know, once once it hit air airwaves and news waves, and um, I feel like it's it's going to be really big. But not just because of the subject matter and, and everything, the story that's being told. But uh, we we hope that people are are impacted by the story. We hope people are impressed with the art of it you know the way they shot it is really good and the, the team the cast and crew everything was just phenomenal uh, just a truly a blessing to be a part of and and i can't wait to share more if you win an award for this when you do your acceptance speech can you give us a shout out i just want is, just is this us? your first kind of press release not press just press that you've done on the on the movie so far this is my second ah, uh, on the last week of, of filming, we actually had our first media day, and we, you know, they brought in like 150 media sources to come in and just drill us one after the other. But so it was like Notting Hill when he had to come in. You're just in a room, and it's like horse and hound. Yep. And they just yep. get a few minutes or whatever. They get five minutes each, and, you know, I just stay in the chair the whole time. And, and you answer the same questions over, over and, and over, over again. <laughs> and so that was our, but th- those were vetted media members that were, um, will help promote the film and everything when it comes out. So oh, okay, was this funner? This was way more fun. <laughs> you know, I don't see them sitting down with you for an hour and a half. And yeah, just, exactly. You know, getting to know Brooks Ryan. Yeah. No, no, this this was a lot more fun. <laughs> this was a good. Uh, time. If I can throw out a, a shout out to the the Big Boy Pants podcast somewhere along the way, then let's do it. Hey, you can, you can, you can you just go BBPP. How as you're walking just, off, how about we just or, get him a shirt? Yeah, yeah. If we just you know just a shirt. Yeah, and he'll get he'll get you one. Absolutely. He, he makes them now. I'll, whatever shirt like you want. Like a BBPP neck tattoo would be really good because they, they, everybody would always see it. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that should promote your career pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and your first and last movie. Yeah. Uh, or if you know if Fallon brings me on, then I can have like 
seven of them in my hand and just chunk them to oh, the audience. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Are those shirts for your movies? No, my my uncle's on this <laughs> podcast. Like two hundred people listen to him. Yeah. They're shirts for him and his friends. Yeah, uh, we we'll get you a shirt. Awesome, awesome. Well, this was a great show. I'm very happy to be back. This was a good time, fellas. And Carrie, why don't you sign us off? Oh, oh well. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> He's pretty good at that. For, <laughs> from our home here in Mustang, Oklahoma, we appreciate all of our fans with the Big Boy Pants podcast. Thank you for waiting for this while to have this uh, next show. We appreciate Brooks Ryan for coming on. For Josh and Keith, I'm Carrie Shuck. You have a great night and a pleasant tomorrow. Bye-bye. Dang it, Josh! <laughs>